0: This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Barnett nil, Wrexham 3, Wrexham's biggest ever win at Barney's and our fourth in a row there as well. We we're unbeaten still in five games at their new ground, the Hive, and this was comprehensive. Wrexham started off in the 4-2-3-1 that served us so well in the replay against Marine, and made just one change, which was that Dan Jarvis, who had done well in that formation, but had obviously lacked a bit of match sharpness, was replaced by Bryce Hosanna. Not a big shock that, because Hosanna came on for him in that FA Cup match and looked very impressive. And the opening twenty minutes was scrappy, but with hindsight you could see the seeds for what was to come. Because, well, firstly, Rexford clearly targeted Thomas, the Barnet right back, as weak link. And from the kickoff, the opening seconds of the game, we're standing a diagonal on, on him and letting him stand underneath it while McAlinden challenges. That duel would be a key one throughout the game, and one which emphatically was won by McAlinden. Thomas must have been having nightmares afterwards about him. It was a. a, a Fairly even starts, but Wrexham kept Barnett at arm's length. see a couple of free kicks that they put into the box from midfield, but they didn't really get near Wrexham's penalty area. It was quite blustery at the start, a bit difficult maybe to get the ball down. And what threat there was did come from Wrexham. First all, from a ironically, from a Barnett corner, Dibble dealt with it well. McIlindon hits a big diagonal. Mullen burst forwards on the break and then stood her up himself to Hosanna. He managed to isolate the last defender, Richards Everton, but couldn't get past him because the defender stood up well and made an excellent saving tackle. Within a minute, Wrexham were causing problems again. Hosanna doing well to work the ball back to Jordan Davis just outside the box. He pulled his shot a bit, though, and it went wide of the right post. But... Wrexham started to gain a foothold, started to control possession, and that, again, is one of the pleasing aspects of this change of formation. We seem to be much more capable of doing that. And we opened up on the 24th minute. Now, another of those early signs of problems for Barnett was that they were moving the ball around the back a lot. Pain. their holding midfielder, was constantly spreading their centre-backs and they were trying to pause the ball back out from the back like that. And it just was not working. They weren't moving the ball terribly quickly when when needed. They weren't drawing players to them necessarily. So it wasn't really having the effect of dragging Raxom up the pitch to create space they could play into. But the biggest problem was, for them, that Wrexham's press was excellent. It was really well organised. And clearly, the trigger was the ball going out to the miserable Thomas at right back. So every time they'd play it to him, suddenly McIlwain would sprint in. That was the trigger. Other players would close in. And a number of times, he got himself into trouble. Uh, were I don't want to say that, but They weren't innumerable, but there were a lot of them. And he wasn't the only one. Payne was often hurried on the edge of his box to centre-backs as well, and that was how the goal came in the 24th minute. Taylor, the skipper, on the edge of his area after a short-passing move, dwelled on the ball a bit too long. Mullen, who was utterly outstanding throughout, What a predator. Well, he spotted that tiny fragrance of blood in the water and pounced. Tackled Taylor. He was one-on-one with the keeper, but he kept his cool and allowed Richard Devinson to come across so he could cut inside him as well and improve his chances of finishing on his right foot. Once he'd done that, he just drilled it into the bottom left corner. The goalkeeper had no chance and Wrexham had taken the lead that was the end of the game, frankly, as a contest, because from then on, well, Barnett just started wobbling and had five horrible minutes before Wrexham landed the second decisive bunch. But they, they looked really troubled by going behind. Wrexham were delighted and started to pour forwards. There was a crazy instant a couple of minutes after the goal when the ball into the box led to a huge scramble. Lots of players drove in shots that were blocked. The fiercest one actually was by Toza from outside the box. He really smashed it like a rocket. The defender managed to get a block in. Barnett were riding their luck, and then it ran out in the 29th minute. A throw on the right hand side. All of a sudden, those throw that didn't look so effective at the start are working beautifully. Toza hurled it into the near post and got his second assist from a throw-in as this time Aaron Hayden got up well and with a nice powerful arcing header planted it beyond the keeper and inside the far post his first goal for the club and a lovely uh, piece of work by him although Barnett's defence would have to look at themselves and ask why they'd allowed him so much space Wrexham continued to be in control for the rest of the half, and near the end of it, a flurry of opportunities came. One again from a Barnett corner. Dibble caught it really well and hit an early ball to Mullen. A three-on-two break, but Wrexham weren't able to make the most of it. Mullin, driving forwards, found Hosanna. He may be kind a bit too far in the end as a lay it back to Toza, who on the edge of the area smashed a shot. I've got to be honest, a long way wide. From our commentary position, which is quite a peculiar one at Barnett, because you're in the second row of the stand, it looked quite close now i've seen it the footage from the camera on the other side it wasn't close at all um he was standing on the edge of the D. it was a decent chance he was sort of facing halfway between the post and the flag and uh, when it arrived he just didn't change his body shape and smashed it in the direction he was facing it went a long way wide however exxon continued to push on davis did really well on the edge of the area Drawing three men to him, it looked like the obvious ball was out to Hazara on the right, and then he suddenly pivoted, burst beyond those three, and smashed a shot towards the bottom left corner with Curl on it, and the young keeper, who, to be fair to him, <laughs> did rather well compared to uh, his more senior compatriots, uh, Oxen- Oxborough lunged across and managed to push the ball away for a good save. But the danger wasn't gone yet. The corner was swept in to the far post. Mullen got up at close range and headed the ball against the post. The ball dropped into the goal mouth. Briscoe arrived hoping to hit the net in his league debut and thrashed at it from about four yards out. But the keeper was on the floor and basically just managed to get there and block it up in the air and the ball span away to the edge of the six-yard box where it's headed behind for another corner. And that corner was swept in and caused some problems with a shot ricocheting around. <laughs> Ball swung across the face of goal, French keeping it alive, and then Mullen hooking it back from the other direction, and French not quite being able to keep it alive again beyond the far post with his header. It was a bit daft. Um, but it was, again, a sign that Barnett just weren't winning the first balls from set pieces they are having terrible problems from restarts. And a half-time whistle went of Wrexham, deservedly two ahead and perhaps ought to have been more immediately from the restart Raxamaratis and again a long ball forwards to angus on the halfway line he headed it down intelligently to mullen who did brilliantly he's very aware of what's going on around him he's got clearly a picture in his head of what's behind him he hooked a great ball across to right who burst down the right hand side came central and then from 20 yards pulled a shot just wide of the right post Three minutes later, another chance from similar range, and wow, this would have been a beauty if it had gone in. Toza slinging in a throw into the near post. It was half cleared. McIlindon attacked it 25 yards out, took a touch, and then controlled it on his thigh, and as it dropped, smashed a lovely volley, which went just wide at the right post. He went close from similar range against Marina, and he must be really getting frustrated at the fact that that first Wrexham goal hasn't come yet. In the 50th minute... Half chance of Barnett, which was really the first one. Dibbles had to make one save, though, to his right in the first half, but it wasn't hit with enough venom to really merit all that much of a mention. But this one was Widdowson on the left hand side, swinging a cross in, which was nodded down for Marius. About eight yards out but a good defending again brisley getting across and getting the block in as marriott hit the shot and the ball span away and then it was back to normal service Rexham ripping that barn into the glee of the wrexham fans who behind the goal Rexham were attacking now were just loving the way that wrexham were able to break into space so easily record uh, on the left hand side managed to poke the ball into the box and mullen attacking it with really alert awareness of what was on got on the end of it and nailed a fabulous volley from eight yards out and luckily for him thomas managed to get across and get a, a really good uh, wilson really good stretching block on it but it behind for the corner uh, marvellous effort by Mullen, great technique. If Widdleston had got a touch to keep it, I'd have to make a good save to deny him. Wrexham weren't to be denied, though, because from that corner, Davis slung a really nice ball in, and Brisley unmarked six yards out, rose and did plant the ball home. This time he had got that goal on his league debut. Wrexham were 3-0 up, and that was about correct. The rest of the game, the, net, the final half hour, was such a bizarre spectacle. Barnett fell to pieces, to be perfectly frank. and tore them to pieces. And somehow we didn't score any more goals. And, and it was a, I've got to be honest, slight sense of disappointment in that, goodness me, I mean, we were a little bit wasteful, to be frank. We could have really racked up a hell of a score. Mullen bursting through the middle soon after Brisley's goal. Um, couldn't make advantage, take advantage of an extra man in the box, but when his shot was blocked and span wide, he did very cleverly to back into Widdleson on the goal line, spin, and tried the cheekiest of little scooped shots from an impossible angle. Didn't quite get enough on it, and the keeper was able to backpedal and catch it under his bar, but another foot on it, and the keeper wouldn't have had a chance. Then Wrexham again coming forwards, uh, throw again from Tozer slung into the goal Mouth Hayden getting up well six yards out and planting a header in Unluckily for him a defender jumped in front of him and managed to get a block on her so it may well have gone into the net and a minute later another peculiar moment for Barnett's defence a long ball forwards and Richard Everson who actually to be fair I thought defended pretty well apart from this misjudged the bounce Angus did ever so well to get it beyond him it was one on one with the keeper driving down the right channel and took a heavy touch as he entered the box, which allowed um, Oxborough to spread himself and and get down and claim the ball rather easily. Angus ended up flat on his face, furious with himself, and disappointed that he hadn't been able to take advantage of such a golden opportunity. Wrexham made a couple of substitutions. Ponticelli replacing Angus with 15 minutes left, and James Jones coming on for Jordan Davis two minutes later. Between those opportunities, there was an absolute sitter, though, I've got to say. Wrexham again with men over. At one point, it was a three-on-one break. Mullen, for once, didn't uh, show the decisiveness and blood, uh, ruth, bloodless ruthlessness that we normally expect. He drove it on the right channel, decided at first I think he was going to go for himself, realised that angle was a bit too awkward and tried to square it. If he played it earlier, Ponticelli would have been completely clear on the keeper as it was when he tried to square it. The goalkeeper was able to stick a leg out and just nudge it behind Ponticelli. Ponticelli was unselfish. He could have had a pop, but instead he squared it to Hosanna all on his own eight yards out at glorious chance and he ballooned it horribly. Over the bar. What a chance that was. Then another moment. Soon afterwards, Ponticelli nearly going clear. He was terribly unlucky. A bit of, again, him competing with the centre-back similarly to Angus. And he managed to nudge the ball past to go one-on-one, but wasn't totally on balance. And as he tried to regain his balance to get to the ball, a superb recovering tackle by widdowson saved himself. Moments later again Ponticelli was involved. Rexham again getting men over on the break. A cross dug in from Mullen on the right hand side. And Ponticelli laying it off for of Hosanna again. Hosanna hitting it from seven yards out, but the goalkeeper was able to grab hold of it pretty much straight at him. A defender was in between, and rather than block the view, I think he he more blocked Hosanna's view of the goal and made the finish more difficult. And five minutes later. Uh, another chance for a goal although this occasion it would have been quite strange when Ponte cross was a bit too strong but Thomas made a bit of a hash of it Records came charging in and charged down his clearance and from six yards out it ricocheted just wide at the left post in the last minute Wrexham brought Paul Mullen off no doubt to give him a standing ovation which he got although he didn't look too happy because he's just always hungry for more goals Jarvis came on to make his first league appearance of the season and soon after that Barnes had another pop at goal. Tail at the captain, who'd been moved forward from centre-back into midfield, driving a 25-yarder wide of the left post. And in the third minute of added time, his opposing captain made a similar attempt from a similar range, about 25 yards out. Toes are picking the ball up. The crowd is shouting at him, telling him to shoot. He faked to do so and drove past his man and smashed a shot, which skimmed the bar as it went over. And... Soon afterwards was the final whistle and the celebrations could begin. Fantastic performance by Wrexham. <coughs> Pardon me. I mean, looking through the performances, Double had very little to do. Certainly nothing difficult, although I would point out there's he had a couple of corners into the crowd. He dealt with all of them well, either catching or punching them. And he started a couple of breakaways by catching those corners and then releasing the ball quickly for Mullen to do mischief. Across the back, well... Hayden, apart from scoring the goal, was just immense. Every time the ball was in the air, he just won it. He was absolutely dominant. Superb performance by him. He was quick. He was strong. He sometimes looks like he might make a mistake. He certainly didn't in this game. Fantastic performance by him. Brisley, again, was rock solid alongside him. Two really important, impressive performances to start off his Wrexham career, apart from him getting a goal as well. The two wing full-backs, beg your pardon, they're not wing-backs anymore, are they? Uh, on the right-hand side, French, just like against Marine, very impressive. He was up against Ephraim Mason-Clark, who was maybe Barnett's best attacking player, really. And he handled him well. He stuck to him like glue. So when Mason-Clark tried to drop deep to make the play, French was always with him. And he only got beaten, as I recall, once by him. Uh, it was a really good, solid performance. And again, he got up well to support attacking play. records on the other side. Also had a decent game. A couple of times players were able to get in behind him. But he had a solid game at left back. But a couple of decent balls in the box as well. In midfield. That double pivot was great again. Jordan Davis. At first was trying again. Uh, maybe too many Hollywood balls. But having said that. He pinged some great balls in as well. And it's his, just his general work rate. And filling the gaps in midfield was terrific. He was combative. But didn't get bucked and was very very impressive and alongside him Toza, you could say pretty much the same thing like he he drives forwards well he had a couple of shots on goal he was solid he was strong Uh, he picked up a silly yellow card near the end of the game when the game was dead and he held on to a player's shirt for a long time in in the barnet half deep in the barnet half it was mason clark the fastest player it was a chance to break But we did have players behind the ball and it was essentially level the edge of the area when Toza grabbed hold of him and he didn't need to really. So uh, shame really for a defensive player to pick up a yellow like that. Can we call him that anymore because the way he drives play forwards in his midfield role, he's certainly not a defensive midfielder. That second line again was impressive. I mean, Mullen, magnificent, playing off Angus, utterly superb, really was Uh, created, finished, Bursting past people, his awareness around himself. Wow! What can you say? Utterly, utterly super. Um, Bryce's Anna terrifies Barnett's defences with his pace, direct running. He was able to beat players easily. He got some decent balls into the box as well. Shame he missed that chance. But this was a heck of a good performance, and I suspect that might be the sort of area of the pitch that we'll be looking to use him in future. And on the other side, McIlwinden again, terrific. I mean, honestly that really that was immediately after two games made that place his own, surely. His work rate is wonderful, coming back to help the full-back. He, he absolutely tore poor Thomas to pieces. It was cruel. It was cruel. He was beating him at will, tackling him at will. The number of times Barnett were tackled in their own half. is testament to that, like I said, lopsided press that we employed. Uh, it was a testament to the work rate of the Wrexham players, but a lot of them were down to McIlindon. <laughs> I've got to say, just bullying thomas and then up front angus well shame he missed that one-on-one but really good mobility really good awareness he makes space for mullen with his movement and he looks dangerous himself and you know, hats off to him i thought he did very well the subs didn't have much time to impress although i would say ponticelli was able to set a few decent chances up and was very unselfish going forwards um, he was uh, very diligent Jones slotted in solidly in midfield. He'll suit that formation too. A great performance by Wrexham. And, well, you can't ask much more except, please, carry on. With a final score of Barnet nil, wrexham 3. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.